in the first reading from Genesis, uh, we have the account, part of the account of creation and part of the account of what we call original sin, uh, the sin of Adam and Eve. And sometimes we call it original sin because it was the first sin, the first and most famous. Uh, but it's also called original sin because it is an origin of sin. It is a, creates a pattern for sin. All sin kind of flows in the same uh, pattern. Although the commonly told version of original sin is that it's an apple. There's no apple in the biblical story. Some people say it was a mis, not a misprint, because they weren't printing, but that a monk misspelled a word when he copied it. It's the temptation is to eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The serpent says that if they partake, they will be like gods. They will be able to choose what is right and wrong. They will be able to decide what is good and what is evil. And while we would certainly not claim to be gods or like gods, it is similar to phenomenon today which reflects that. One version is the, oh, it's just whatever you believe. Just whatever you believe. So you choose to believe something, that's what makes it right, that's what makes it wrong. Another version, a little bit more relevant for us, is what some people call the cafeteria Catholic. In Texas, we have a lot of cafeterias. And you go through the cafeteria line, and you choose. I'll have the fried chicken, I'll have the roast beef, I'll have the whatever. You pick and choose. And so some people will kind of pick and choose. This is a teaching I like. I think this is important, but nah, not that one. I don't agree with that one. Okay? The church calls us, for example, that God wants us to respect all human life from conception to natural death, or as the school children sometimes say, from concentration to natural death. But it's conception to natural death. And that God loves and wants us to respect all human life, no exceptions, all human life from womb to tomb. But sometimes people will still say, Oh no, these people did something bad. They deserve death. That isn't what the church teaches. Or they don't deserve to have this or that. But it's no exceptions. We're called to respect all human life. We're called to follow all of God's laws. St. John Paul II, when he was Pope, imposed what's, I think it's called an oath of fidelity, or it should be. Anyways, when you're ordained or you take an office of the church, you have to sign something that says, in effect, you believe everything that the Catholic Church teaches or, and the wording is a little odd, Something like, 
anything she may teach in the future, you will conform to church teaching. This is what's expected of those who hold an office in the church of those who are ordained. This is what is expected of those who preach that they, we, will teach authentic Catholic teaching. Well, that too is what's expected of all of us who call ourselves Catholic. We are called to serve the Lord completely, every day, in every aspect of our lives. As Jesus says, we are called to serve God alone. We look to the scriptures, the tradition, and teachings of the church to follow Christ and serve God completely. Part of Lent is to reflect on those areas where perhaps we need to grow, change, or have a change of heart, a change of attitude. Each Sunday, as we present the gifts at the altar, they represent our gifts of ourselves to God as we serve him completely and unreservedly without holding back.